Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Jubal Hub podcast, your helping hand in property management education. This is episode 71. I'm your host, Jonathan Saar. And with me today is Mark Howell from Howell Creative Concepts. My good friend, how are you doing today? I'm good, buddy. How are you doing today? I'm all right. I feel confident. <laughs> That's that right. Is, the name of the game today, huh? Yeah, confidence. Yeah. I feel confident totally about it. And, you know, I look forward to your, your thoughts. I mean, we're, both of us are, I, you know, I would never, ever say that we're old dudes, but we're, we're a little older. And I think we can really talk about this. Con- just some nice tips today for everyone on, on building confidence through all the changes that, you know, you may be facing in your career. Um, but why do you think it's so important? Maybe we can just kick it off with that. Before we get into our objectives, why do you think, why is it important? Why do, should we have confidence? Well, you know, for me, I think confidence is so much more than just a professional um, attribute. I think that your confidence affects who you are personally as well. If you have a low self-esteem or low confidence level, then it's going to affect not only your professional world, but your personal world also. And so yes. confidence to me is just one of the stepping stones of becoming a better person in general. Uh, I think we all really love being around confident people. And, you know, I'm not talking about people that have big egos, but that confidence to carry on a conversation or to feel confident in their decision making. I find that when people are not confident, you're constantly around someone questioning every decision, even where we're going to go to dinner. So it's like, oh my gosh, but yeah. It's frustrating. It's frustrating for the rest of us. I guess I, I should say, honestly, is that, you know, my gosh, if we're not working on our confidence level, you are probably frustrating the people around you. Absolutely. And I like how you separate the two. And this is not ego. It's just, you know, in, in many ways, just being assertive and sure of yourself. So what are we going to be focusing on today, though, Mark? What are our objectives for today's episode? Yeah, so we're going to focus on um, concentrate on your strengths instead of your weaknesses to boost your confidence. Um, Why continuing education can be a huge confidence booster. Love that because look, that's what do you do when you don't feel confident about something? You research it. You make yourself more educated in the topic. Um, And then how does patience with yourself increase self-confidence? So love that because... To me, I think self-awareness, um, which is you know part of emotional intelligence, is so so key to your confidence, especially in your professional world, but also in your personal world. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, looking forward to getting some, some feedback from you and all of these. I like the first one. You know, the first objective here: concentrating on our strengths to boost our comp- our confidence, my confidence. You know, so. What are my strengths? Being able to just take a minute and understand what those strengths are and be okay with what I'm not strong at. I think they both go hand in hand, you know, not being so, oh, I wish I could be this because you may see that in someone else that you work with, but be okay with your, my strengths. Like, what am I strong at? You know, what are you strong at, Mark? and focusing on those, maybe writing them down 
Uh, what are my leadership qualities? What are my in-person skill qualities? What are my organizational qualities? And kind of having that and, and writing it down can help impress it on your mind, like what those are. And then again, not to be like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's who I am. Not that, but just a, a, a self-awareness of where your, your abilities are. Do you agree, Mark, or disagree? I do. I've worked with many different types of uh, levels of competence, uh, professional people, meaning someone that is new to the professional world. And then I've worked with obviously people who have been in their roles as presidents or CEOs in leadership that obviously are very confident, almost sometimes a little too confident. Um, and so I see the spectrum. What I, I think where I want to gear my next comments on would be someone that lacks confidence. Um, and because I think that's what this this should should focus on is, you know, how how do you uh, concentrate on your strengths? Right. And so if you don't know what your strengths are, Jonathan, I think your point was very valid. It is you sitting down and asking yourself, like, what is it that I'm good at? And that doesn't mean, you know, math, history, accounting, whatever, like it, it's, it's, are you good at speaking to people? Are you, what, what type of speaker are you? If you've identified what it is that you're good at, then go with your strengths. I know for me, I love talking. I could talk all day long to people people. And I also love humor. So for me as a motivational speaker or trainer, my training is, is filled with comic relief and, um, you know, more about my personality. I don't try to be something that I know I'm not because that is the first way to throw me off of my confidence game is to try to ask me to be something that I'm not. And so if you know what you are, then be who you are and own that and don't let other people take that away from you. I have learned, and like you said, we're old dudes in this industry. Um, I am old enough to know what I'm confident at, what I'm good at, and I don't need anyone telling me to change my my way of doing it. Um, I, I'm I'm confident that I'm good at what I do, and yeah. um, though it has taken time for me to to cultivate that, I encourage people to do that exactly that is to find out what you are, what what do you love about what you do. Typically, what I find, Jonathan, is that when you find something that you love about your work you will gravitate toward doing that and that's what you truly become confident in there has to be something that you love about your work absolutely i love it man nice nice timeline and and, and uh you know I, I i i think we live in a world where 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 everything is under such scrutiny there's very little there's very little objective approach to every to, to a person's strengths. It's there's so much focus on where people are weak, and that's just in the media all the time. And it can be difficult to kind of put that aside and and, and make sure we leave the the debates and the politics and all that type of thing out there, um, and uh, and make sure we you know, aren't tearing ourselves down because it can easily, like you said, you can easily get, you know, uh, you know wear ourselves down with, with, uh, with negative thinking. So good, good, good. So th this next uh, objective I, I love, 
is super simple, continuing education. Uh, even as you said, and I, you said it, I didn't. I didn't want to say we were old dudes. I said there's like there's a possibility that because we've been in, around a little bit, but I didn't go down the. I didn't think I went down the old dude. I don't know. You know what? I heard you call us old dudes. That's all. I okay. Know. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to. I hope that didn't weaken your confidence or my confidence <laughs> calling us an old dude. <laughs> but. You know, even where we're at, you and I both love education. You know, I know both of us, we read, we do on blogs, we'll, we'll listen to podcasts, we'll do all kinds of things because we love education. There's always more to learn. We benefit from other people's experiences and their approach to things. So why is continuing education such a huge confidence booster? Why does it do that? What do you think? Well well, look, I mean, just the word education alone kind of sums it up. If you are looking to gain more knowledge, it's in education. Uh, I, let me go a little deeper here, though. If, if I don't feel confident in a topic that is being discussed in a, in a forum, whether that's with friends, family, or, or coworkers, business associates, then I usually typically try to stay a little more quiet on the subject because I don't want to seem uneducated. Um, plus, if I'm not confident in what I'm talking about, that's just going to make me nervous. And then people will recognize that I'm behaving differently. And so what I try to do so I can be more socially acceptable is to um, watch more of news that is about different types of, of uh, things going on in the world, world news, but also familiarizing myself with the economy and, and politics, though whew, that's a subject I just stay away from altogether. But um, it, it's, it's about being a little more aware. Now, when I think about this, this comment, like why continuing education can be a confidence booster, here's what's so fascinating to me about most people that are in a leadership role or a boss of people. I don't know if you find this, Jonathan, but when I'm working with some of my clients and I'll say, well, where are we with the leadership group, the C-suite? Oh, no, we're all good. We don't need anything. And I'm like, y'all are probably the people who need it most. <laughs> but it's always that it's always the people at the top who are like, oh, no, you can't teach me anything. Um, and I'm like, interesting, because if you really, truly unpack that statement, if you're not constantly learning, the world is changing. The world has changed in the last three years substantially. I mean, like, oh my goodness, has it ever changed yes. so quickly? And if you're not willing to admit there is value, there's education out there in every little piece of these sort of forums, then shame on you for not allowing yourself to be educated by mm -hmm. others, especially maybe someone younger than you, because what I am learning is that's why I keep young people around me. You, They're filled with information that I may never come across. And so um, I just find it very fascinating that sometimes we get to these places in our lives where we think we've learned enough. Um, I did have somebody recently, I was going over some of the fundamentals and training and fundamentals, and there were 
surprisingly, a couple regionals and property managers on these calls that were more for more of the sales associates. But I got these emails later in the day from some of them that said, you know, thank you so much. What an impactful way of looking at the times that we're in. And the refresher, the word refresher kept coming up. And I thought, Mm -hmm. Interesting, you know, it's like you might see that as a refresher. It really was to educate new people in our in that role. But even you yourself as a regional or a leader of people, you gain some type of knowledge, education by the quote unquote refresher. Um, Because things have changed. Times have changed and we don't we can't do what we did 10 years ago the way that we would do it today. We just can't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we can get into all kinds of like psychology of the brain and how we retain information. There's, there's a, a pyramid out there. Just, I mean, and this, this will absolutely serve this point because I don't remember what the name of the pyramid is, but I was given education on it, on how much we retain information, depending yeah. on whether we're just, uh, you know, doing an online course, or we're doing it a, a workshop together, or, you know, there's all these different types. And then our retention changes, depending on what that is. And even with the most engaging and one on one group session that you may have in an education environment, your retention is still maybe only 30 to 40% of what's going on in that particular educational event. That's just the nature of our brain. So we get more confidence. We will acquire more confidence the more that we, as you mentioned, uh, avail ourselves to continuing education. We have to have it. It's just the way it is. And it just makes us feel better about the job that we're doing or something potentially that we are, are working towards. Maybe it's a goal of some sort in our career path that we're we're trying to attain. So yeah. go education, <laughs> all about education. That's what Juvo Hub's all about, education. Right. All right, so the last one, interesting objective here, patience and mm-hmm. increasing our self-confidence. So Again, I'm going, I'm going to use the old dude reference. You know, I think it takes, I think it takes time. You know, as a young person, I remember, boy, that's not a, patience is never a young, an easy thing. You know, you're new in your career. You want everything right now. And, and it's, and it's not there. And you're maybe even a little bit afraid to, to, to reach out in, in doing certain things in order to attain a goal along your career path. So it's, it's just not an overnight, it's not an overnight skill. It comes to me, you know, confidence comes with life application, right? The more that you're subjected to an environment, the more that you're educated on a topic, the greater your confidence is going to be. And that only comes with time. That's right. Take it to you. What you think? Yeah, listen, um, you know, when when you think about when I see the word patience, especially having patience with yourself um, in regards to this topic, it's also be patient and easy on yourself trying to 
um, when you're building your confidence, you're not going to know everything. And I, and I think about the reasons we're not confident is the lack of knowledge, the lack of not knowing something that that's breaking my my state of confidence, right? And so I need to be a little patient on myself. Like I'm not supposed to know everything. That is not your job in this world. It never will be. You cannot possibly know everything. And so you have to ask yourself, what is it that you're trying to accomplish and set goals for yourself long-term, short-term, but then, you know, try to hit those marks and be patient when you don't be patient also with the people around you. They may not be moving at the same pace that you want to move at. And that can create a lack of confidence in others or in yourself. So for me, I, I like to say, I may not have all the answers or I may flub up some things every now and then. And I try, I've learned to laugh it off and say, oh, you know what? You got me. I really don't know much about that topic or I don't know. I would love for you to educate me more on it. I found ways so I can learn to be a little more patient with myself um, and that I don't shake my own confidence. If I find that there's a something being talked about that I'm unaware of, then that's what I do. I say, you know what, brain, just be patient. Like, let someone educate you on the subject. Be willing to be open to hear what they have to say rather than trying to be a know-it-all. I find that that sort of know-it-all in the room, to me, it just screams lack of confidence. And I don't know why that is. Maybe there's some more emotional intelligence studied there, but um, it's like, you don't always have to be talking and always have the answer. And what's that old statement when I have been teaching and I've heard this several times from different clients, but there's always this one person in the back of the room that always raises their hand that always has the answer. Oh, I always do that. Or, oh yeah, I've been doing that. Or if you're giving them advice or trying to teach them. And then later in the day at a break or the end of the day, somebody from management will walk up and say, uh, that's the same person that we just had to write up last week for not doing it, or they never do these things. And so I kind of giggle internally and I'm like, you don't have to be a know-it-all then, you know, like have the patience to understand that confidence comes with time. It comes with experience. And trust me, you'll experience a lot in your roles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. That's awesome. Great takeaway. And I, and I think just to kind of close that out, the more you open yourself up to opportunities, you know, you're going to gain that experience, you know, so volunteer for your apartment association, volunteer for your local IRM chapter, volunteer for some, any of the other property management genres that are out there. There's senior housing, student housing, where the list can go on and on. There's opportunities out there besides what you do in your job that will give you education and you'll be able to experience the benefits of networking and, and so on. So, Absolutely. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Great comments on that. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel very confident. This is, <laughs> this is a good podcast. Good. All right. Well, that's episode 71. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our show. Mark, how can our audience connect with you? Absolutely. Yes, I'm Mark Howell, H-O-W-E-L-L, -L, on LinkedIn. Or you can reach out to me at my website, which is howellcreativeconcepts.com. But the howl is spelled H-O-W-L, howellcreativeconcepts.com. Perfect. Perfect. And please connect with Juvo Hub on all of its social channels. We have our podcast, which you can find on any of your favorite podcast app. You can subscribe to our show. 
Juvo Hub, or on YouTube or on Instagram. And we would love to hear back from you if there's any topics you would like for us to discuss. Until next time, class dismissed. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.